0: Hello, hello I want to just say something so I can check if it's Hello Alright Are we in? We're in
1: Alright what, what are you drinking? Like uh, straight vodka? <laughs> 11, oh, it's 12 o'clock somewhere It's 12 here What's yeah, like been, I've been drinking drink? these
0: bang drinks Energy
1: bang, bang I don't think they're good for you, but No, they're not It's alright yeah, You should know better, but you
0: know. Alright, you ready? I'm ready all right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Johnny Salami Podcast. Uh, today's guest, Coach Odell. Some might call you Mister Odell, but I always call you Coach. Uh, first off, how's retirement going? Um,
1: it was going good. I was retired. Uh, retired in September, and then um, on my 59th birthday. I know. I know. I don't look 59. Okay, but I feel it. Look, you're 23. Um, Twenty. Oh. <laughs> I, there's a reason I passed him in school uh and coached him, but um it was going good until um the pandemic hit, and then everybody else is home. Everybody's out. It's like they all join me in retirement um yeah. and then I couldn't go anywhere. It's like I'm stuck in the house and um uh, I take two walks a day i um, I've lost some weight lost how long how long weight. are you walking
0: though
1: I'm walking like uh probably like five or six miles a day. Just Uh, around the neighborhood. Neighborhood. Uh going to the next plat across where people don't know who I am and uh incognito. Yeah. Um, my wife goes with me. But um yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing and uh um it's just I haven't seen my daughter in uh nine weeks now and she's pregnant. My oldest daughter Bethany is So you have uh, you have three daughters? I have two daughters and a son. Okay. Yep. And um Bethany's 31, Ashley's 29, and Ryan just turned 27. So,
0: so one of your daughters, does she still work for uh, Reebok?
1: She's changed company. She now works for uh, Puma. She's the head of marketing at Puma. Oh, wow. So she's working from home, and which is not a bad thing being almost eight months pregnant. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen her because of the, you know, we can't go into Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, if we go into Massachusetts, we've got to quarantine 14 days, which makes no difference. I'm at home anyway, so. Yeah we'll see what happens June 1st.
0: Yeah. So how did like how did you know you were going to retire? Was it kind of like a feeling or <laughs> um,
1: Well, retirements changed a lot. Um, it, when I first signed up for this gig on 30 something years ago, <coughs> we knew that um at a certain age you probably retire in a certain amount of years and then then Gina our uh, esteemed governor changed all the retirement and, um I lost about 12 percent towards retirement but I knew um they did the second retirement thing that uh, 59 years old and over 30 years of service that you could retire um so I went 32 and a half years and 30 uh, 32 and a quarter three quarters years and uh I turned on I turned 59 I uh, retired um so you know it's it's different. <laughs> You know? Yeah, that's
0: crazy. Thirty-two years. Like, how do how do you adapt to change like over that amount of time, like in the system?
1: Well, I think that's uh, that's part of coaching and teaching and uh, in phys ed. I was a phys ed teacher, as you know, and uh, yeah. and a coach. And you stay in the game by adapting. And um, you know, I, I'm not the same. I was not the same type of person I was when I first started coaching. Where you know, uh, I learned a lot of different things along the way, and kids change. I, I, I shouldn't say kids change. I think. Um,
0: parents change?
1: Yeah, I think parents change. And, um, you know, I think the communication part of, uh, you know, t- t- trying to reach that athlete or that kid a-, a certain way has never changed. You know, there's certain kids you can scream at, and there's other certain kids you can't scream at. and You have to talk to them. Well, you scream at them first, and then you talk to him and go, oh, you know what, everything's going to be okay. Or, you know, it's just, um, it's, it's, it's individual approach, I think. And that's, yeah. I think that's anything, uh, uh, to motivate a person. When you work in a bank, uh, I don't know if you have to work with, uh, other people or, uh, you know, or you have a boss that mm-hmm. supposedly tries to get the best out of you. Well, how does he get the best out of you? And that's, I think that's what I, my thing is teaching, coaching, motivating, uh, you know so i kind of missed that to tell you the truth now it's like uh, you know what's on netflix and um um you know it's just um different <laughs> yeah
0: yeah like i mean like so when you watch like the last dance that must like cuz uh, i watched that and i'm like a lot of people are surprised and it's like i'm not really that surprised you know what i mean Not me
1: at all and to tell you the truth uh um i i treated I treated my kids, I had two girls that played basketball and they were very good athletes and uh I treated them like they were boys, which I didn't know any better because that's that's all I know and uh, you know I expected the most out of them and i I watched michael Joe I love that I love that ten part series and i'm I'm gonna feel tonight is gonna be uh it's like a downer because I got nothing to watch uh it's, yeah. I look forward to that in uh, how he and how he instilled certain things in his teammates and I uh, got the best out of, it. I mean, yeah, he was, you know what? <laughs> and you know, you played, you played football and you played baseball and yeah, you know, you, there's, there's certain kids that are on your team that, that motivated the rest of the kids and uh, our coach or, or, or even yourself, you know, um, it's uh it's a part of life and uh, it's a big part of coaching and being an athlete, you know, and he was, he was absolutely the best in my, uh, my estimation he was he was ruthless at times no doubt but
0: yeah i've been
1: accused of being a little ruthless of myself with my own kids i was kind of a pussycat with you guys compared to my own kids so yeah
0: but like kids like me knew that you know what i mean yeah like you, you have like you know the naive kids but then you have kids who are like you know you know like i've seen i mean everyone who's succeeded in sports i mean they've either they've had a, a mentor of some sorts that's just been extremely hard on them Yep. and a dick you know to be yep. to be honest but at it's times, like yeah it's not it's not surprising to me you know what yep. i mean
1: yep but, my uh, dad was that guy yeah for me but he also you know he was good at, i mean he was he, he he was definitely my father too and you know he say hey, you know what he did this good too you know but believe me i knew what i did wrong uh he was probably a lot worse than i was and then you know i figured it out halfway through the game with uh, what I had to do with my own kids and kind of tone it down a little bit because I was tough on them, you yeah. know, and uh, it's not easy, you know, it's not yeah. easy sometimes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I like, like I was watching that series and like, it's just crazy how people were like surprised that like Jordan was a dick, you know what I mean? It's like, how I, it made me think like how can, like I thought about all the coaches I've had like in like aggressive sports, like physical sports, and it's like, if Coach Skirka was nice, like, I don't think we would have been good. You know what no, I
1: mean? No, no, like, no, and And you know what? You have to have a, a, a bad guy and a good guy. Like, you probably had an assistant coach on your team that would, yeah. hey, John, you know what? He just wants you, – you, you're ticked off at him because he's trying to get the best out of you. But then the assistant coach comes over and goes, hey, you know. I, don't know. I used to do that with uh, certain people I coach with too. Play yeah. a little game, you know. Uh, um, but – I think of people that you play like Joe Fine. i, I met Joe Fine. He was uh, that guy. Sometimes you know he was tough and he uh, was a dick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hit more foul home runs than anybody I ever knew. <laughs> but he was intense, you know. And uh, yeah. I, I had to like hold his jersey going through the line against Lincoln when he wanted to punch uh, punch the kid from Lincoln. I was like holding him the whole time. He wanted to. I, I said, nope, no Joe, no. Let's go. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he was pretty intense, but and you know, you know.
0: Um, Yeah, I used to play one on one with him in the in the streets. (laughs) Yeah, it was terrible. Yep. But like, I mean, we played sports together, but it was like if we played one on one, if I was ever winning, he would just like foul the shit out of me. Like it wouldn't even be fair. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. Well, he was one of your best friends, though, right? Oh yeah, hands down. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's why. That's why you guys can. It's like being brothers, you know. Yeah, you know, I have people that I grew up with the same way. We'd we'd fight to the death, and then, you know, we'd walk in with ice packs on, and you know, we'd have a soda and sit down for a few. You know, wait for the wait for the ice cream truck to come by when we were kids. You know.
0: Yeah, so. it just makes you think. You know what I mean? Because like when I was young, like even when I was in high school, I would see like people your age. You know, like get mad, and they'd be like, "Oh, these fucking kids." And I would see that, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm never going to be like that." But nowadays, I'm like, "Oh, these fucking kids." You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like.
1: You know what? I tell I tell you what. You know, um, the only time I ever got mad at kids is when they didn't try. They didn't. They just gave up, and they, um, you know, I, I I I always I would always tell kids, you know, and I taught seniors for a long time, and I said, you know what? Uh, you're not giving me your best, you know, and uh, yeah. you're you're letting yourself down, and that's that's usually when you start reaching kids. Mm-hmm. I liked this mm-hmm. having the I liked having the seniors because they were on the brink of going to college or somewhere, but they they were grown up and for the most part, and um, I remember seeing them as freshmen and sophomores, and they were like soup sandwiches, you know. They just they had no idea what it was all about. What time they get to be seniors or a senior in high school uh, mm-hmm. playing a sport or something like that. There's a big difference between a sophomore and a senior. And a, you Yeah, know. I, think,
0: I think sophomore is the hardest year. Sophomore is definitely the... 'Cause I was guilty of that not trying all the time. I would always get yelled at by Skirk and it eventually just gave up on me. Yep. But I was just I was scared to try. You know what I mean? Yep. Because like yep. you're at that age where you're like, you know, if I try, am I gonna look like a hardo? You know, like I don't wanna I don't wanna take this other guy's position. And like a lot of people say that and they're not like, you know, they don't have the potential to actually yep. even like even if they did try, you know, like they probably wouldn't take somebody's position. But with me, it was like if I actually tried, like yep. it would have been it would have been intense. Oh yeah, you know well, what I mean?
1: you know, I always told my kids, "Don't make it close." In other words, that person's out there to battle with you for a position when they were freshmen and sophomores. I said, "Don't feel bad about that. Don't yeah. feel bad to to succeed. You know, and you know what? Let the coach make the hard decision. Mm-hmm. It's not up to you. It's and." Believe me, my kids had some uh, trouble during that. They, you know, you walk into a little league uh, from a little league program at Lincoln and going as a freshman and you're starting in the, in, uh, the outfield for Lincoln. All these kids are seniors and then you're playing over them. Yeah. There's a lot of problems. Or you walk into a huddle and you're the quarterback. You know, it's the same. It's not easy, but life is competition. And, um, yeah. and when you go out to get a job, they don't go, "Hell, oh, you know, uh, nice try. They just don't give you the job. Yeah. So you better be ready for competition in life, you know. And doesn't mean you have to be a jackass. I mean, and like, say so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I always tell tell people, uh, you know, do your talking with the the ball, the bat, the shut your mouth and play, you know. And uh, yeah, I didn't go for any of that that crap. I'm, I, I you know that from me anyway. But uh, I kind, I
0: mean, I, I spent <clears throat> like back then. I don't know if I enjoyed getting yelled at, but now that I look back, I like, I kind of wish I got yelled at more. Like, I remember, like, I think it was me and Cam Lazenberry. Like, we were always, like, the two kids who Skirka used to yell out the most. And I think he just yelled at us because, like, I mean, I know he wanted the best of us, but he also knew, like, we were easy targets, you know, because Cam's Cam. Yeah.
1: I think he yelled at you because he saw the potential.
0: Yeah. That's what they tell me.
1: No, I, I, from a coach's standpoint, you see this big kid who can move a little bit, you know, uh for the size, you look as a coach. You're going, Jesus! Like if I can get this kid to play, you know, balls to the wall. Yeah, it's going to be a good player. Yeah, know? like
0: if I can motivate this kid. And I remember there was like a huge turning point for me. I remember like, um, I think it was a junior, and I was like, you know, like if I don't play this year, you know, it's, it's pretty much over. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, he wanted me to play center, and I never wanted to play center. I hated center. You know, like I don't want the quarterback touching my nuts. <laughs> like I don't want to
1: yeah i can understand my son was a quarterback so yeah i I was like how do you how do you get around that (laughs) shotgun yeah i (laughs) want some
0: guy touching my nuts like directing traffic and uh so uh i remember one day uh was like yeah john like i'm gonna put you at tackle and i was like wicked excited and then i remember just like fucking three plays up in a row and it was like the same play and i just couldn't understand it and like I was being wicked lazy too. Like, I was just flipping kids' tits, like, being stupid. And then uh, I remember a coach literally, uh, like, absolutely roasted me. Like, if we were in a roast battle, like, they would have shut the lights off. Like, they would have <laughs> sent people home. Like, he was like, no, John, get the fuck out. And uh, he, like, made fun of me, like, mumbling and stuff. He was like, you saw, He was like, he was like making Helen Keller jokes. Like, the whole nine yards absolutely roasted me. And he was like, go play fucking defense for the scout team. Get the fuck out of here. And I remember, like, that was literally the, I've never been so mad in my life. Like, just, like, a switch turned. Yep. Next play, I'm going against Billy to Hurtog. Yep. And, like, I thought I was possessed. Like, I was actually trash-talking the whole, like, the whole other, like, our starting offense. I was trash-talking everyone, like, yelling. And Billy made, like, the nicest block on me. Like, he was, I, I got Billy to go 100%, which is, you know, yep. hard in itself, too. Yep. Like, the first play on scout defense, you know, Billy makes this nice block, turns me completely, and I just spin off him and, like, deck the running back. And I remember seeing, like, Skirka's face. He was just, like, mind blown. And, like, he was, like, talking to the coaches. He's like, did you see that? Like, why like why can't he do that every play? And I was right. just like.
1: Oh, well, that's, that's why you're getting yelled at.
0: Yeah. So, I was like, I mean, that was, a, that was a huge turning point for me that I'll never forget. Yep. And I was like, you know, he's kind of right. Like, you know, I did deserve to get yelled at. Like, if he didn't do that, you know, yep. I'd still be. You know, playing pancake titties with everyone else. You know,
1: <laughs> well, you think about—I I, I can tell because you know and Skirk is younger than me uh, by like probably 15 years. But the coaches that we had growing up, they weren't—they weren't meek and uh, they were like. what you got yelled at was probably a fraction of what we got yelled at. Yeah, cause it was like it was it was just unbelievable. Even all the assistant principals were football coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely was our football coach, and I had him for English. I mean, he took kids that didn't do their homework out into the hallway, and God knows what happened out there. Really? They come back to be all disheveled, and they come back in. I mean, it was just a different way of life, you know. Yeah. Uh, but we, we definitely learned the hard way, and, uh, you know, it's... I think it was... It's it's better to go from the hard way to the easy way as opposed to going the easy way to the hard way, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think kids today, and I'm, I'm not including you because I think you've been out a few years... But I'm, I'm thinking, and I know there's kids that you played with, and, uh, you know, uh, it's just everybody gets a trophy. And, uh, you know, just like they they just they named uh, Gatorade Player of the Year for baseball. Of course, it's a Bishop Hendrickson kid. They didn't play this year. There was no season for the spring baseball. They still gave Gatorade Player of the Year award wow. in the state of Rhode Island. I looked at his stats as a junior. Not, nothing nothing spectacular yeah. I'm sure he, he could have been the best player this year, I don't know, but he didn't play. How many kids know have great senior seasons sometimes they come out mm. of nowhere, yeah, you know I mean, you just never know i mean i I just was like, wow, mm. wow, I just just don't give it to anybody then, yeah, you know, uh but
0: you think you'll always have like uh like do you have different obviously emotions towards different sports or is it like do you think over time baseball is kind of worn on you or do you think you still have the same like you know
1: um i think like baseball is my first love yeah. i played hockey I didn't play football, and i played football and i didn't play much football because my uh, my dad kept me out of football because uh, i was really good at the other two sports and the uh, hockey's a contact sport too but it was the two sports he played and um my dad signed uh, a minor league contract out of high school for baseball but he was a hard ass and uh I was always saying, Dad, why can't I play football? All my friends are playing. I used to play sandlot football. I was one of the better football players. And who knows? I might have been my best sport, but I, I never really got a chance to play. But uh, um, I don't know. baseball is a is a slow game, but you have to love it. Yeah. It's tough to watch on television sometimes. And I, I, I find myself now, even like I'll watch a couple innings. That's like the World Series or something. It's the Red Sox. But I'll find myself flipping the channel. Um I like watching football sometimes more than that and uh and I like hockey I like watching it in person uh, sometimes you lose where the puck is and um now with the HD
0: it's probably better but um yeah, I, no, know even, even I have trouble watching the puck I mean everything's so fast
1: even t- I kind of know where it is because I played. I anticipate where it is. I, yeah. I coached high school hockey for seven years. Also, I don't even know if you knew that, but I was a high school hockey coach before yeah. you were there.
0: Yeah, because I knew I knew you were always about hockey, baseball, and I knew you still like. I know your son played football, so I always wondered yep. like, yep. what you like the best. Sometimes I thought you liked hockey a little better, but Hockey's, it's kind of day ho- and night with hockey yeah. and baseball.
1: Hockey's so fast, and it's it's just yeah. um, there's nothing like. Uh, I used to play Friday and Saturday night in high school, and. Uh, and when I played, we were in the top division uh, for Cumberland. The kids didn't kids didn't go to private schools like they do now. So, you know, my my high school hockey team when I was a junior was probably the third or fourth best team in the state and mm-hmm. legit. And Mount Saint Charles was number one in the country. Uh, Cranston West was like they were very good then. They were like seventh in the country, and and it was a, I think it was um Salle was like eleventh or something, and we were like twenty seventh in the country. They had like mm-hmm. a top fifty high schools in of of the United States and but kids didn't go to private schools like they do now. We wouldn't lose like the top three kids. We we kept them all in our school, mm-hmm. you know. Um it was it was an awesome time to grow up, you know. It's uh, yeah. um there it was, it was a the place used to be packed. And I know you probably went to hockey games when you were in high school and they'd be like in the second division or whatever it was. It wasn't like they were in the top division playing against Mount LaSalle and Hendrick and um I used to love playing against those teams, you know. Um, we beat I beat LaSalle a couple of times when I was in high school. I was like, my son did that too when he played in high school also. So uh, it was kind of a big deal. We used to play him in baseball all the time. We were in top division. And that's the one thing. Baseball, we were always in the top division, playing against the best teams and all the best pitches. And yeah, we were good. You know, we were a top-notch program. And uh, even, as a player I was and as a coach uh, – uh you you couldn't take that away from us you know um you know where other sports sometimes you play in the second division i think football was uh division 2 or you know i played mm-hmm. and my son went through that too and uh it's just um it's not a big state
0: yeah you know but so. i mean you do have some serious talent though there's always like that oh yeah absolutely
1: and i grew up two streets from the high school so oh really oh yeah i used to skate on the pond right there tucker field oh, yeah. and that you skated field. on that? Oh, yeah, when I was a kid. All yeah. the time. All the time.
0: I go to the track a lot, and I always wonder that. I'm like, I wonder if anyone's ever like, oh, played pond Oh, I used to skate all the time. Yeah.
1: Then we didn't have like the cold winters anymore. We had well, kind of mild winters, and
0: yeah,
1: it wouldn't freeze like it used to. Um, yeah, I used to play in that football. I used to get thrown off that football field all the time from the – recreation director will be out there kicking field goals or playing you know on the field and oh i
0: get kicked off all the time (laughs) like all the time that does not surprise me but uh i always wanted i always wanted to play hockey i think i think hockey's awesome i remember i tried playing when i was like five or six and i used to have the uh they like a rec, a rec league. Like yep. when you're five or six, it's kind of like just learn like a skate, skate around. And, uh, learn yeah. to skate program. Yeah. But you're still on your own team. Like, you yep. know what I mean? Oh yeah, like a house league team. Yep. And they had a North Smithfield. I, I think like North Smithfield yeah. has a pretty yep. like reputational. Yep. That, like, that was
1: know. the uh, that was actually the Lincoln program. Uh, oh really? My, my son went through that when he was a little kid too. Yeah, pushing the little uh, the little um, milk cart out there, and then you, you go yeah. to the next level. And, stuff.
0: and I remember this vividly. So when you're five or six, obviously you don't remember a lot, but. I remember my dad was amped. Like he was amped to get me started with hockey. And, uh, I ended up playing basketball, but like he brings me to the, the rink or whatever. And, uh, everyone else is using like those, like yep. the push carts. Yep. And I'm the only one who can skate. And like, we didn't even know how, like, I don't know how I was doing. I think it was like a natural, yep. you know, it was natural for me. So I'm like zooming around the rink and like people are yelling at me. Cause I'm like supposed to be like with my team. <laughs> and, uh, I used to sweat a lot. And, uh, my dad got me, like, this sweatband yep. to stop me from sweating. So we pu- I put the sweatband on and then, obviously, my helmet. And as I'm skating, like, full speed, my sweatband just goes right over my eyes. Yes, and I go. smash into the boards. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'm so young. I've never been hit in my life. Like, I've, you know. So I'm, like, starstruck. I'm just laying on the ground. And, like, my headband is over my eyes. So I can't see. So I get up. And, like, people are still yelling at me. And now they're yelling at me more. So I just get up and I just start like wailing my stick everywhere cuz I'm scared as shit <laughs> and uh after that I never played hockey again. Really? Like that was, that was it. I was like I'm done like I can't do this.
1: Oh god.
0: I was crying and everything like but I was I was, they were like how is it you know they were like how is this kid skating? You know like everyone else is in the push carts and yep. stuff but I was Gretzky out there man. You
1: should have you should have kept going. <laughs> yeah, I wish. You know, you should have kept going. Yeah. And that's a great sport. Uh I you know, I grew up with it cuz of my dad and my the same thing for my son. Uh, but it's kind of like uh it's almost like a family culture because he, you you got to be willing to get up early in the morning sometimes like get on the ice at seven in the morning and
0: yeah it's pricey too right oh yeah it's a big yeah. Mo- yeah
1: it wasn't like that when I was a kid because everybody played and there's a Bobby Orr generation you know yeah. he built all the rinks in Massachusetts and the m d c rinks and um, and now i i I spent a small fortune on my kid playing hockey for all those years you know skates yeah. and ice time and but you know what, it was worth every second of it, you know, and then then, it, then it's over, you know, unless you're playing college, which, you know, he chose baseball as opposed to the other two sports, so, which is nice, but it was cheaper, <laughs>
0: it was yeah. definitely cheaper. Yeah, I remember going to CCRI pretty much because of you. I don't know what you said to Ken, I don't know if you handed him like a few hundred bucks. I, I, but... I
1: did talk to, yeah, I did talk to, you know, it's funny because, um, you know, my son had a full ride to URI to play baseball and stuff happens. Yeah. And um, he had he had red shirt of the year, and he had an injury, and then he laughed because he just it was it was more of a you know academic part too. So he went to CCRI to uh, get himself back on track, mm-hmm. which can happen to anybody, you know. And, um, and that's why I I'm I'm not a phony. I, I preach stuff because. I've lived it. You know, my oldest daughter had a full ride at Holy Cross, and she had a great college career, and she's doing great. My second daughter had a scholarship to Southern Connecticut. She hated it, so she left. Left a full ride, and came back and played at Rick yeah. with her friends, and she had a great time. And they went to the NCAA championships a couple times, and, and then Ryan comes along, who's like the schoolboy athlete of the year, and can play any sport, and he goes to URI, it doesn't work out. Goes to CCRI to get himself back up, and uh ken hopkins was the coach and i remember ken coming to me and we're watching ryan play his last year of Legion. he goes i know i know i never will see him because he's gonna go to uri and then he's gonna probably go on and get drafted and all this other stuff because i know i never will see him but i I would love to have him if i had him you know here he is two years late i'm calling him up on the phone yeah hey coach what can you do for me um my son needs uh he needs to get back on uh you know back on track and he went there the first year. The first year was a, a good year, and then the second year, it was like he was like the best player in New England. He won. Uh, he was like the all first team, all New England, and um, almost got drafted and stuff. But that program and those coaches and the kids are on that team. I don't say they saved his life, but they changed his life, you know, and uh, it got him back to really loving the game again and uh, yeah. being with the team. And, uh, you know, and a lot of it has – and then he ended up going to Rick after that for a year, and then uh, then he blew his arm out. But um, I think those things – and you talk about certain things that uh, transpired in your life that made you what you are. I think that, that junior college thing for him mm-hmm. was, was huge, and that's what kind of was trying to relate to you, that that might be a great place for you to uh, to get it started again, you know? and uh, yeah. You know, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, my my reason was a little different, you know, but I remember going there and they were like, he was pretty much like Buddha, like him and uh, who was the other kid? Uh, like Joe Yankee or something like that. Yep, yep. Yeah, they just have like pictures of them like hanging up and stuff yep. and they just kind of like pray for him and, yeah. you know, there's just like a shrine.
1: Yeah, Ryan, Joe, uh, they had a great team. Yep. Uh, they, had, they had, let me tell you, they had seven Division One kids on that junior college team. They yeah, were, I think they definitely
0: kid. set a precedent for everyone else. Yeah, yep. But
1: you know, in the same respect, I I think uh, like Coach Hopkins and he retired from coaching. He's into politics now. He's a he wants to be the mayor of Cranston, I guess. Now he's uh yeah uh but it's just you just never know where things are going to take you. Sometime you know, yeah. and uh, it's not. How, I always told kids and and I probably told you the same thing. It's not how you get there. It's how it's long. It's as long as you get there, and you know whether it's. You know, maybe banking isn't the end all for you, but maybe some part of might be higher than that. You know, yeah. And maybe this is a step. Maybe this is where you want to be, or 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 the comedian part. You know, I'm I'm sure you. I've seen you play at the uh, comedy comedy connection. Is it? Yeah, yeah, and done some close shows in Boston. Now you know Alan Alan M- Morrow? Yeah, Alan's my boy. Yeah, hanging so, out with
0: Alan after this. shout out, Alan Morrow.
1: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Alan used to be like he 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 would uh, come to uh cumlin as he was a substitute teacher for a while and then yeah. he would tell me he was doing all this comedy stuff and i saw a couple of his bits and uh you know i was like and he's from lincoln so he yeah uh but uh you know and somebody said that you were doing it and i was like John Psyche's like doing it. i'm like and you're always so quiet like yeah. in class you were quiet you couldn't get a heartbeat out of you sometimes in the <laughs> back there and then uh, i'm like going you know what i bet she's killing it because I always, I always, always tell people that the quiet ones is the one you got to watch out for. Because yeah. You don't know what they're
0: thinking. You never know, man.
1: So the people that talk all the time, I know what they're all about. But yeah. like a guy like you, it's tough to find out what makes you tick until, until something happens, you know?
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I know baseball was a savior for a lot of people. I think comedy was definitely my savior. You know what I mean? I wish I started when I was in high school. Like, uh.
1: I'll tell you what, and you know what, I think when you lost your dad, that was, that was a, t- that, that kind of, you know, that sidetracked you for a while, which would have sidetracked anybody, you know? And, uh, yeah, I
0: know. remember just going to the library every day, like, mm-hmm. well, that was junior year. I mean, junior year was great though. So it was kind of like a roller coaster. Yep. because we had just won the state championship. Yep. yep. Just started baseball. I mean, junior year was probably my best baseball yep. year because yep. I didn't have any like distractions or anything right. like that. Right. Um. And then yeah, it happened. And then like, I think that was honestly the reason like I ever even tried to play in uh, like college. Like I, I remember going to URI and like not really doing much. Like I played rugby, but I mean I had legitimate tits, you know what I mean. Yep. So it was like, yep, I was falling apart. Yep. And uh <laughs>
1: yeah, I remember. I remember you uh, sending me a message. I remember you yeah. telling me a coach. I, I don't know. I need to do something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, lo- I was in my dorm room, and it happened instantly. Like I was just like. I get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? I'm just eating, like, a massive amounts of chicken nuggets, like, <laughs> barely went to practice for rugby. I was like... Half the reason I even tried to play baseball again was just to lose weight and, like, yep. actually be a part of something. Yep. Um, I think maybe my dad played, like, a little bit of a role. Like, maybe there was, like, that emotional aspect where I was like, you know, it's... Like, what would he want you to do? But... Yep. Um, I think my dad... My dad, like, watching, I think, football more than... I think he liked baseball better, you know what I mean? But I think in terms of, like, watching it, like, entertainment, he definitely, like, saw me as a football player.
1: Yep. You look like a football player. Yeah. Everything
0: I played, it was just like, oh, there's John, like, the football player playing baseball or basketball. You look like a
1: football player, though.
0: But, uh, yeah, I think that that played kind of, like, a little role in it. And it it did help me, like, health-wise and, like, um, Ken. I mean, Ken, like, Ken can motivate anyone, you know what I mean? Yep. Just, like, this old wise guy, like uh, – Just the speeches he gives, like definitely helped.
1: You know what's funny? Uh, him and I were rivals. Oh yeah. So he's old. He's older than me, but he was coaching Rhode Island College and I was coaching Bryant. So we didn't like each other. Yeah. We we I was the young kid, uh, you know, coming on the scene where he was like established mm-hmm. and uh, you know, but we we used to go at it. I mean, like verbally during games oh, really? and stuff like that. And then uh, it's funny because. I, for years, I couldn't, I didn't like them that much because of what, some of the things that would transpire when I was a younger coach. But I was, yeah. I was coaching in college at a very young age, which I can understand some resentment too. But, but when you beat them, it's even, it's even better, you know. So, yeah. but then here's my kid playing for him at later on, 10, 10, 15 years later. So you, you just never know, you know?
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Just no, yeah, you just never know. And I, I give him a lot of I, I give him all the credit in the world for what he did for my kid, you know? And, uh, um, so, you know, some days you're stubborn, you know, you, you think, "Oh, this, this is the way I feel. But as you get older, you're going to, you're going to like now you're getting to starting to realize some of the things you went through in high school and, uh, you know, in college a little bit and, uh, yeah. And, make, and you get to my age, that's all you get, especially with the pandemic, you get a lot of time to reflect. Yeah. There's no way to go. So, you know, I
0: think I'm way more relaxed now than I was before. I think before I was obviously like I'm still depressed, obviously, which is hilarious, but like <laughs> as far as like being more relaxed, like not a lot really like phases me too much, like in terms of like getting mad or anything like that. Definitely more relaxed, but it's because of all the you know, the shit that happened in high school and stuff like that. You know, like nobody else went through the stuff I went through. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like yep. looking back, it's like, you know.
1: Well, I, I think till you're getting to a point now you established, you know, you you I don't care. I went I was uh, uh, like substitute teaching. I didn't have a real job yet. That's like the worst. You know, yeah. you're, you're not if you're, you're getting paid like peanuts and you you're doing the same thing the other teachers are doing or probably more because they're, they're ragging on you because you're a substitute teacher. Yeah. And you don't you have no self-worth, you know. Now you have a job, you know, now you have a career that you're working towards. Um you know, it, I think it makes a big difference. You know, I think yeah. that gives you a little more relaxation. You know, I'm a little too relaxed right now, so it's like yeah, like, me too.
0: Sometimes <laughs> I just get too relaxed, but what are you gonna do? Well,
1: you need something to um, to challenge you too, also. And I, I think that's my thing. I'm gonna, I'm starting to play a lot more golf, and I'm, I'm challenging myself. I was a good golfer, and I had the shoulder surgeries, and now I'm getting back to. I'm, I'm trying to play. Um, get back to the way i used to play and then uh yeah it's tough at 59 it's
0: like oof, so you, can, you can play with your shoulders
1: yeah like, I'm, I'm okay you know it's just next day hurts but i'd rather hurt than not play you know yeah. and it's like
0: i've been getting like really into golf yeah you know oh really like back in the day obviously it was kind of a joke you know just swing yep. as hard as you can yep. yell yep. something yep. you know <laughs> but now it's like i i mean you know, i don't know I'm, I'm just addicted to it i play all the time Yeah, uh, it's good I'll we'll have uh, to play. takes a lot of patience, honestly. Yeah. A lot of emotions, too. Yeah. Like, I played at Chimau the other day and I lost a bunch of balls. And it wasn't even like I hit a bad ball perfectly straight, but the grass is so thick there. Just losing I it. I played Chimau
1: uh, Wednesday with yeah. my wife. I'm getting my wife into golf. We're playing in, like, a, a kind of like a league. It's, a, oh, it's like people my age playing in a league and uh, yeah. some women, some guys. And,
0: uh, What's your handicap?
1: Um, I shot a 40 for nine yeah. so uh i'm like an eight yeah eight or nine i don't um,
0: even know what handicap means i just yeah, know that's what people ask
1: you just don't park in the spot right <laughs> so uh, i i i'm probably for 18 holes i'm legit probably 12 or 13 maybe around there right now for 18 it's pretty good yeah which i used to be a single digit maybe six seven eight something like that depending on how much i played but uh played good the other day um then I played Crystal Lake yesterday, and hole
0: uh, up in Burrville.
1: I ran out of gas. Yeah, I ran yeah. out of gas the last three or four holes, and
0: it's weird when you go from like Kissimmeeow's greens right now wicked slow, but Crystal Lakes are just
1: yeah, they were fast. Yeah, Oof. and they were like it was like it was like cement.
0: Yeah, they you know, went, it went and, so uh, fast,
1: and it's a quirky golf course too. It's a it's a lot of hidden shots, and
0: uh, yeah, they were open during the whole quarantine, so that's yeah. where I was just going. Yep, yeah,
1: that's good. I mean. It, at the worst thing, it's gonna get you some exercise. You gonna know, you know we had a walk so uh, like yesterday we could take hearts for the first time, which was save me. Um, uh, the other day I walked at Chama, which is not a big deal. Get some exercise for
0: nine holes. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, I don't mind it. It's um, uh, it's it's a uh, definitely a thinking game. Yeah, you know, it takes I, a lot of patience. Yeah, yeah. I don't always have the that kind of patience on the golf course. <laughs> Uh, I'm a lot better now than I used to be when I used to snap clubs and stuff like that, you know. So, and you knock them off trees and uh, karate chop them. And uh, I'm pretty good con- compared to that. <laughs> you actually used to do that? Uh, I threw my driver up in the air one day and I I, I karate chop. I mean, I, I kicked it and yeah. I kicked the driver right in half. I mean, you, if I did it a hundred times, I couldn't do it. One time, I snapped it right in half and I'm sitting there going... It's like my, you know, it's the most expensive club in your bag. I'm like, yeah. So I had to order a new shaft, and they they put it on. But I yeah. was like, I, yeah. I, I after that I learned my lesson. That was it. I uh, no more wrapping clubs around trees and
0: yeah. I hockey don't, uh,
1: mentality. I used to always tell people play baseball, but have hockey mentality. In yeah. other words, it's like a slow aggression. You know, uh, you gotta have that fire. Like you're pitching, you gotta have that fire, but it's gotta be a controlled fire. It can't be I, I remember I can remember you pitching too. <laughs> and I, so when you were on you had that curveball going and you you were throwing strikes, it was very it was it was nice to watch. Yeah. But when you were struggling getting the ball over the plate, it was it was tough to get you back on to that track. You know, once yeah. you went not back in that track again, you're a good pitcher. But you know as well as I do. I don't and I pitched too when I was younger. If you're not throwing strikes, you're like what the hell everything's going high it's all over the place you know it's like what do i need to do to get back on track yeah and that's a lot in golf golf is like well you hook one to the left and you're like all right so what do i need to hit the ball straight i need to open up my club face a little bit and make an adjustment and that's life that's it that so some people just get mad until their club's down and they give up and whatever but the guys that you have to find a way
0: you know yeah Uh, i don't i don't really get mad but once i go like full bore retard it's just it's over you know what i mean like i golfed at uh there's a golf course near crystal lake uh country uh country view country view yeah i went there and i remember i sliced the ball next to uh, there's like a rock formation that like splits uh you know two holes in half so i hit it over by the rock formation and the ball was like right next to a rock and i was like oh like i can hit this And there's this like older rich guy watching me and I'm like, oh, I'm going to show him up. And I swing, try to hit the golf ball and I literally just snap my club in half. I just hit a rock snapping in half. And this guy's watching me like extremely confused. Like he has no idea what's going on. And then instead of like, you know, like walking around the rock formation, I try to hop over the rock formation. and I just fall on my face and this guy's still watching me and like, I don't do drugs. Like I don't drink, I don't smoke. So he must have been so confused, but, like, <laughs> I do remember, I remember that in high school. I remember, like, uh, they wrote an article. My mom was laughing her ass off because it was, like – because I remember I just threw a – I think it was, like, a one or two. It was definitely, like, a two or three hitter against LaSalle. Mm-hmm. Remember that game we yep. won? Yep. Nobody thought we were going to win, and, like, yep. who knows what happened? Like, who knows what was going on yep. in my I mind? And uh, they wrote an article about it, and they were like, when he's on, he's on, but when he's off, it's over. You know what yep. I mean? Like,
1: Well, that – and that's – that's a lot – a lot of guys can't – even when they're on, they're not good. Yeah. So that's that's the thing that when we get back to – it's like a coach yelling at you, sees the potential. Yeah. That's that's the most – the worst thing for a coach to say is, I did not get the most out of that kid. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care who it is. And, you know, that's I, – I would take that personally. I did not reach that kid, so I didn't do my job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there's other – most of the kids I and mean, I, can, I can. I'm sure there's a couple of kids through the years that i, I felt that way about but uh, I took it personally when I did not make somebody better uh, whether it, even as off the field or even on the field and um, um, that's that's what that's what coaching is all about and you look at these guys that are big time coaches like in you know college football and the better coaches those those guys that play for them for years they come back like 10 15 years. It, those coaches made them a better person. And, and that's kind of what, what it's all about. I think, you know, from a coaching teaching standpoint, you know, yeah. if you don't reach anybody, what's the sense? Just going through the motions, you know?
0: Yeah. I and mean, I think especially our senior year, like when, you know, when you and Murph were coaching, like, I think we did better than we were expected to do. Yep. Yep. You know, making the final four, like that was, no, you're right. Definitely happy with the way we went out.
1: Yep. Absolutely. And that's the way I always thought about things. Um, did we do the best you can always go a little farther sometimes you think but you know at the end you reflect and you go you know what we got a lot out of what we had and uh you know i i've had teams uh 2003 i had a team when they were juniors they were final 14 mm-hmm. so i was expecting we're going to win the state state championship um we ended up getting beat by Henrik in the state finals at McCoy Stadium. But I had, like, I had three all-staters. I had uh, Tapley, Mike Simeo, and, um, and, um, and Dan Milano with my three all-staters that were really good on that team. Um, but, like, Jared Tapley was my best pitcher, and he got tonsillitis in the state finals. Yeah. So he pitched four innings of scoreless baseball, and then, they, then he couldn't swallow. I had to take him off the mound. You know, it's just stuff that happens but you know Henrikim yeah. was loaded that year they had six kids on their team that got drafted at one point oh really in college or you know uh, Rainville was uh, the big name the big name pitcher on that team but yeah, you know you need a little lock too but at the end of the year I'm like you know what that was, the, that was probably the best team that I was the head coach of in high school that that probably would have won any other year but mm-hmm. they were just they were just absolutely loaded I mean they I can name you of the other six guys, and three of them played in the major leagues. It just was amazing. Uh, but you need a little luck, too, you yeah. know. Um, I remember you pitching at uh, Barrington. Yeah, it was my I, last game, pitching. Yep, yep, pitching at Barrington. And uh, each inning, each inning, we, we, we I'd go, out, so, John, you got another inning? Well, Coach, yeah, I'm all I'm, I'm all right, I'm all right. I think you threw two pitches in the um, – might have been the top of the – maybe the sixth or something like yeah. that. yeah. Like I couldn't. I couldn't
0: make it through the six. No,
1: it was. It was. But you were like. We were like. You. You kept. You kept doing the job. Kept doing the job, and then finally, you. You, you couldn't go any further. It was like I remember. You came out and you like, that's ex- that was exact right time to take me out
0: because I had yeah. it
1: was it was like you hit the wall and it was like you pitched a great. I think it was six innings, almost six innings or whatever. Yeah, probably like six and a quarter, maybe. Yeah, I think it was six innings, but it was like. Two pitches, I go. I go, Murf, Get him out. Get him out. Yeah, <laughs> like, really high. Yeah, I think he hit the backstop or something. It was yeah. like my arm was falling off. Yes, so. I, and I know, I know. But you gave us like, I think I brought. I think we brought Wright in, Chris Wright, a young guy. Yeah, we
0: brought Chris in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But he's uh, coming on Monday. Yeah. 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 Right, right. I mean, he's in the MLB now, so it's yeah, like I know. Was young. Good then. decision. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I picked the right guy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's just you know you got to know your players too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember. Uh, I think i gave up like two or three hits that game oh but, it was a um, great game you pitched great and then when i went to uri there was like two or three guys who played for that team that lived in my building and they knew exactly who i was yep, yep. one of the kids i went to a party once and he was the last kid i struck out oh really yeah that's how he remembered me i was yeah. like good nice
1: well you know what that's just that's one of the things that sports is like great about you yeah. know you have like the memories and you have you know different things and uh definitely happy it was
0: my last game you know that's crazy so there were some games where it was like it was just you know yep. it was terrible it was either real. It, there was never like a medium game
1: <laughs> like i said <laughs> you you need to pitch six seven great innings or one or or two-thirds of an inning because you just couldn't get the ball over the plate or no, you're I bouncing mean, I'm, curveball yeah a
0: lot of that was like when i grew up i remember like i never really had the yips i never had a problem with throwing strikes sometimes i threw too many strikes you know yep. what i mean that's how i gave yep. up hits um it was honestly just like the the science behind it like if you i got i just got myself involved with the wrong um you know pitching coaches in terms of like mechanics and stuff yep you know just people who aren't accredited yep and uh it just threw me off like way off yep you know what i mean and i i, I guess it works for some people you know what i mean but i mean when you talk to the like if i talk to rainville right now he's not gonna bring up any scientific information he's just gonna be like he's just gonna tell me the basics you know what i mean yep Yep. so that yep. that really threw me off i remember especially towards the beginning of the year yeah uh, but like junior year i mean i never really had uh the yips you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it was just because i was like you know i was relaxed it was i was just dancing up there you know what i mean so yeah
1: well i think uh the grass is always greener sometimes uh you know it's uh people have um and, I, and i've done it I've, I've done hitting lessons for years and stuff like that and i, I felt guilty taking money from people i'm like but some of the clowns that were out there, <laughs> ridiculous. I can't believe they're taking your money. You know, it's just, uh, they were just, you know, there were was, was certain people I knew that were good. Like when my kid was growing up, and, uh, you know, when he got sick of me, I would bring him to like John Mello down at the Baseball Institute because I trusted him. And he taught the same stuff that I taught. It was just coming from a different person. Instead of me yelling at my kid, I had somebody else yell at my kid, which was great, you know, so I could yeah. like survive my own household. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I knew that certain people were really good. You yeah. know. you know, Murph was a Murph was a hell of a pitcher. I mean, Murph was an all state pitcher. So, you know, for him to help you, whatever is, is you're probably going to get more from him than you're going to get from somebody outside. Sometimes, you know, and yeah, uh, um, and I, had, I had believe me, I had a high school coach that, uh, that wasn't that good, and I didn't realize that he wasn't good until I went to college. Yeah. you know, because he really didn't teach me anything. But I had my dad who would who played in the minor league. So I was fortunate that I really didn't need that much. But when I went to college, I learned so much about the game that I thought I already knew, and I didn't. And then I learned something else when I coached with another guy uh, when I was an assistant coach at Bryant, and uh, I thought I knew it all. Not even close. You never know it all. Yeah. At 59 years old, I still don't know it all. I still watch games. I watch people take leads in the game. I watch different batting stances, and I watch different things. I, I watch the good people play. You watch a good golfer. So what's Tiger Woods doing? What's this guy doing? You know, some people aren't always the most, um, like, they could be herky-jerky being a pitcher. You don't necessarily have the, 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 the 100% perfect form but when you get the ball from here to there, you're in the right spot, you know, and that's kind of what we're talking about with you a little bit because yeah. you, you weren't in the right spot sometimes, and then when you were, wow, that curveball dropped right off there, and you know everything, everything came together, you
0: know. Yeah, it's kind of like if it's not broken, don't fix it. You
1: know, I tell people if you could sit, if you could stand on your head, and hit, I'm never gonna say a word to you. Yeah, but once you have problems, I'll, I'll fix you. I'll fix you. I mean. We'll, we'll go back to step you know step one um and there was and there was times through the years that people were stubborn they didn't want to listen so and they they struggled you know and uh, yeah
0: so um I think I mean a lot of it for me was just like overthinking you know what I mean I feel like like I say this a lot but it's like anything I succeed at it's almost like I'm in a coma pretty much like if I'm doing comedy I'm not really thinking about what I'm saying which kind of being myself yep same thing with like sports. I mean, yep. football is not really that way. Football, you kind of have to think a little bit, a little more aggression. But
1: well, especially you, you got to know what the play is, and you know you got to know what you're trying to accomplish on that play. You know,
0: yeah. Yes. But like, if you're on the mound and you're pitching well, it's almost like the mitt just gets larger, and yep. it's like you're yep. just in a pretty much in a coma.
1: Yep. No, I, I and I pitch, I know. I, I know days when I had it, and I know days when somebody's going to get hurt out there. You know, <laughs> you better get some catches equipment out there at shortstop. Yeah.
0: You know so many mixed memories you know
1: yeah well you know I, I i always i used to always i have a lot of different things that i you know it's get older to think about a lot of different things but i judge people by when when they're down so in other words when you're having a tough day how do you react do you just give up or do you you come back the next time and you know you make your adjustments and you come out and you, you become a better player i judge people then because when people are going good their life of the party and you know they, they they treat everybody well, but when they they things aren't going so well, how do you act? Yeah, and I always always tell people that. And um, you know, do you have the 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 stuff inside of you to to make yourself, you know, get to here again, or are you just going to keep going this way? Yeah, you know. So, um, and. Really, you look at people in your life, and you look at the people you work with, and when things don't go their way, well, you know, they're yeah. a whole different person, you know.
0: They yeah, kind of just blame it on other people. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, I got I got a lot of stuff that um I've been I've been kicking around, John. So you've done me a favor here with the with the podcast, yeah. you know. Yeah, it
0: kind of hit me like just before. I was like, I haven't seen you know Coach Odell, and literally six or seven years
1: so how old are you now
0: 24 i just turned 24 Jesus christ so it's been a while it's not like i'm like in college or anything like that no
1: and i love to see i love to see people that i coach that are like your age or a little older i mean i've coached people that are two years younger than me yeah because i was at Bryant, i was assistant coach i was 23 years old so seniors were 21 or 22 they were a year younger than me when i was coaching them yeah that's like crazy that's That's just and then I have guys like your age and uh I've coached little league kids and I've coached a lot of different levels but um it's nice to talk to somebody that has been through certain things and then you know you're pretty established in what you're doing now and then uh, who knows what's gonna happen with the comedy how high you go with that too you know yeah you know maybe you'll get me some tickets someday you know I'll I'll get some tickets if I make it (laughs) If not, looking forward to that. I mean, that's that's kind of cool, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like um, a lot of older people have seen like the videos and stuff, and I don't really, I don't think about it too much. So uh, you know, you either get like a really concerned look, or like, uh, hey man, keep doing what you're doing. A
1: <laughs> couple of them popped up on uh, on Instagram. Like, oh yeah, like you're, you're just sitting there and you're you're not you're not doing much. I'm just like. And of course I'm just sitting there. My wife's like sitting in the other chair I'm like, and I'm looking and going, She goes, What are you laughing at? I go I go, he's You're just doing crazy things, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. I I liked it that, that way, like, especially in high school. Like I don't I remember like even when I the first time I tried comedy, I was nineteen. So I what think made it was you do like it? Um, huh? What made you do it? <sighs> I don't even know Everyone has like This like emotional answer When like People ask them that they're like Oh like how's you get a comedy And they're like Oh like You know I saw so and so And I was like You know Fuck it I'm just gonna do it But like I remember me I was just making like Just making people laugh In general You know Like I was always Really silly And I was like This really isn't Gonna correlate To anything else and, See uh, I never
1: saw That part of you When you were in high school Because you were very the seri- Quiet and serious But I remember Talking to Joe Fine And go He's like the funniest Guy in the world He goes I go him yeah i never seen him say two one in three words in one sentence and a lot of it was you know because your dad was around that time too you know when
0: i yeah i mean some of it was that but i was always like that regardless Yeah. i, I was actually more like when i was younger i was the quietest kid ever yeah i mean But like when though, no one were,
1: nobody would know you were smart yeah because you were a smart kid in school too you know? Average. but <laughs> nobody would know that because you you didn't present that you know uh Yeah, But then I'd read your stuff, I'm like, Jesus, this is good, you know?
0: Yeah, surprisingly.
1: Well, uh, yeah, a little bit because I had no idea, you know?
0: It's just like, I mean, I've always been that way, and I think I always will be that way. I mean, you know, I see people that just talk too much, you know what I mean? And it's just, you know, that's never going to be me, but... uh yeah, I remember being in high school and, like, people, you know, they'd make, like, Helen Keller jokes or whatever, you know. A lot of teachers would make those jokes. But, like, the funny thing is, like, after you make that joke, like, I'm going to look over to, like, a Joe Fine or something and just talk shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so,
1: it's... I, uh, I remember Joe Fine being in my health class. And um, I think it was... Uh, you know, he had to do a controversial topics. So he had to get up there and do an oral report. And Joe did his... Um, Cheerleaders are not athletes. Oh. And uh there was this little girl and uh, she was a cheerleader or something. Yeah. It was no cheerleading wasn't a sport or something like that. And Joe Joe gets up and he's got you know, Joe, he's he he's got everything covered, every base and you you can't do this, you do that. You're only there for one reason. And the girl, this, little, this little, like five foot chili, this like right in his face, yelling back at him. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! I said, Joe, 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 Joe. He's like, ah, oh, no, she's wrong, she's wrong, she's wrong. Oh, I like I, I, never forget that. And the girl was not, she was not backing down. It was, it was funny. It was, I had yeah, that'll a sub- sum
0: up Joe Fine for you, huh? That sums up Joe for what?
1: you. <laughs> oh God.
0: Yeah, there was one time I almost got caught. We were in uh, like double sessions for football. And me and Joe and, like, Chris Hayes, uh, we were, like, laying down on the mats. And uh, we were just relaxing. Like, we had just finished our first session. And uh, I didn't even know Murphy was, like, walking in the gym. But he was, like, walking in the gym, walking by us. And I'm facing the other way and we're all laying down. And I just let one rip, like, wicked loud. And you just see Murphy, like, laughing his ass off. And Joe was like, dude, Murphy's, like, right there. And I was like, ah, uh, you want some, you lose some. So I, I almost got caught a few times. It was, like, uh we had premiano you know mark premiano right he was like our uh (laughs) he was our middle school basketball coach so me and joe joe used to live up the road so i would just walk to his house we'd walk to practice and mark was the same way like premiano had no idea who i was as a human being obviously joe did yep but like back then even more quiet and uh i remember we were walking down the hall we had just like won our first game or something And I yelled something wicked and mature, thinking that no one was around. But, like, Mark was right behind us. And when I tell you, like, confused, like, I've never seen someone so confused in my life. So I think it's worth it, like, being quiet and, like, having those moments where you, like, kind of let it out. And then people, like, I, because, like, when I, when people tell me, like, they see my videos and stuff, I just, like, in my head, I imagine them watching it, like, their reaction. I think that's the best part.
1: Like, I I I remember telling other people, they go, hey, you know, John Psyche's doing comedy now john psyche i go that guy quite yeah. he's pretty quiet and i i said i said yeah and he's pretty good i look I, I saw him and, I, and I, like the same thing you're talking about like you know uh mark premiano's like not knowing it well not, not me not and I, me coaching you not really knowing that part of you either you yeah. know so i think you get that in your favor you know i like it you know it's I, yeah
0: i like you know? being quiet yeah you know Some, you know, you'll know, you know, some other people will know. Not everyone's going to know, but.
1: Well, people that are quiet listen. Yeah. And they listen, they learn. People that do all this, they don't hear anybody else in the room. They, They don't learn anything. They just think what they think. And everybody's supposed to think your gospel, you know, but you sit there and you go, that guy's a jackass. That guy's a jackass. I like what she said, you know, but. You don't get to that point unless you unless you listen, you know. And yeah. People don't understand that sometimes.
0: Yeah, but I remember. Uh, I don't know why I started. I think I was just making funny videos and I was making people laugh. And then I went on stage when I was 19. And uh, honestly, like when people do comedy for the first time, they'll go to an open mic and it'll be the the most. It'll be the worst moment of their life because <laughs> you're freeze. literally in front of three people at a, at a bar. <laughs> You know, you've never done any public speaking in general, so yeah, yeah. you're trying to, you know, tell dick jokes in front of three people. No one's laughing. It's kind of like <laughs> that's the worst. It's the worst, yeah. But I did a showcase, so it was like a bringer, like you could bring people. And I remember, I just invited like five or six of my, my good friends to come, and they were like, "Hell yeah, man, I can't wait to see it." And like 45 people ended up showing up because they were like, they didn't even they they probably thought I you know I was gonna bomb, and they yeah. were just like they were just like wow like John's you know John's gonna speak. Like, for the first time. So, like, 45 people showed up. I made, like, $230. Jesus. And uh, after I did it, I remember, like... Obviously, my jokes weren't good. You know what I mean? Like, people thought they were good. But now that I'm, you know... Yep, in the business. More cemented and kind of like, yeah, those jokes were kind of shit. But I made people laugh. Yep. And uh, afterwards, like, uh, one of the bookers was like, yeah, man, like, when are you coming back? And I was like, I'm not... (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm not <laughs> doing this yeah i was like I, I i just wanted to try it out man yeah. and he was like he was like going mad he's like what are you fucking stupid man like just come back and i'm like nah man and then i went to play baseball and then when that didn't work out i just came back and i was like you know what maybe this is it yeah you know
1: it's good sometimes you gotta take a shot you know sometimes. yeah i
0: mean people don't realize like you know you can see the videos and stuff of like you know me succeeding but if you saw me at like an open mic you'd be like all right
1: yeah yeah
0: well <laughs> it's hard
1: you know what i've been getting up in front of kids and students and in and the first few years of i think when the, the toughest thing i ever had to do is when i went from ele- I taught elementary school for 15 years like fifth yeah. ed in elementary so i went to the high school And because I was still coaching the baseball team, I was getting trouble going from elementary up to the high school practices. So I changed up to the high school. I had to teach health my first year at the high school. So all these little elementary kids that I had like in the first, second, third grade, they're now freshmen in high school. Yeah. I had to teach them sex ed. Really? Yeah. So freshman i have freshman health and i got this kid i had like in the first grade this, this little girl now is now a freshman and she's in the front row and i'm teaching her about you know sex stuff and she's looking at me like oh, like the word <laughs> i was just like mortified i was like i can't do this this is yeah. horrible you know and after the time passed a little bit i got a little it was okay but it was like oh that initial couple of times it was yeah. just, i was just so embarrassed you know yeah
0: that must be rough
1: <laughs> it was rough oh yeah oh jesus yeah
0: peepee vagina man that that must have been crazy <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you know and you start saying those type words and then the girl's eyes would get like big and yeah.
0: you, you're just like
1: ah i didn't mean it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no just go home and ask your mom okay <laughs> don't worry about it you know
0: <laughs> yeah tough, the toughest part for health class uh in my opinion, is watching, like, the Lifetime movies. Those will fuck you up, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you saw a few of those.
0: (laughs) Those will fuck you up. Like the dating violence one and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Those are emotional.
1: Uh, God. I don't know. I'm just... uh, Some of the things through the years. But I I enjoy teaching seniors, though. They were more mature for the most part. Yeah. I had some kids that were like when they were younger they were hellions and then you get to be a senior it's like the thing clicks in a little bit you at least can reach them. All. <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember I remember elementary health and I I would not want to teach that class. Oh. You could see in the teacher's eyes was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I used to make kids run a lot in elementary school just to get that energy out of them, you yeah. know. Uh but you know, like when I was teaching elementary, I was I was like a god. Yeah. I'm taking you know, like all these kids out of a regular classroom who have been cooped up there all day, Yeah, you know, learn about whatever, you know, and I was like the Pied Piper. I'd lead them out the door. Whenever I, we, we make a move and stuff like that, it was yeah. it was awesome, you know? Yeah. And I'd bring them back. The teachers I didn't like that I brought them back, I wouldn't calm them down. I would say, I ah, just got You hey, go back in the room. You know, the teachers I liked, I would, you know, take the kids for a drink, you know, <laughs> All right, guys, we got to calm down now. Yeah, Mrs. So-and-so ADHD. is, you know, she's good. She's good and, the, and the teachers love that. And there's a couple of teachers that they kind of tick me off, so I would bring them back. And let's just say, not in a great manner. Yeah. They kind of just bring them in the room, and they'd be sweating all over the place. And, oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's yep. crazy. Yep. The I good hate. old
0: days. Yeah, the good old days, man. It's good to bring back some memories, though. You know?
1: Well it's funny you know it's uh it goes by so fast
0: yeah this this past year i mean this is a year just doing the podcast and it's it's been like the fastest year ever really like it's been crazy
1: so you just once a week uh
0: it's usually once every other week once every other finding week. guests is kind of hard mm-hmm. you know everyone's got their own thing going on but yep. just the fact that it's been a year is crazy to me i mean you think about the quarantine in general
1: that's crazy, it's right. It's just uh, I just feel so bad for kids. Imagine if you lost your senior year playing like, you know, sports and yeah. Just being around your friends and I, I can't I'm just you know, my kids had a normal time and uh you know, even losing like uh your senior year of college, uh if you were playing ball or something like that too. It's just yeah. You know, it's just can't even imagine. It's 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 crazy. And the kids are graduating virtually, you know. I come in high school is like they have like a graduation for like 15 kids a day and they do something at the school. And uh, it's just, I don't know. I get a lot of mixed feelings about it. You know, I, I feel bad for those kids because uh, I've taught seniors for you know for a long time. Uh, I feel bad for kids that lost their that one year of, even if you're junior year, that's, yeah. a, that's a lot to lose, you know. Um, if you're a kid that was being recruited for something too, you're, you're losing that that time also you know
0: yeah they'll probably give him an extra year for that but high school is probably the Basically, you
1: can't redshirt you yeah. know you you just you just lose it yeah that's terrible you know like my best year playing hockey was my junior year we had we had a great team uh we had like 10 seniors and i was a junior playing on that team and yeah big part of the team as a junior and uh if they would have taken that year away that would have been my best year ever playing hockey my senior year was kind of it was It was me and a couple of kids. It was it was was younger players behind me at that point, you know. So, um, but if I would have lost that one year, that would have been real difficult. I so enjoyed that year, and you know, there's certain years that you enjoyed, and if you they took that away from you, like you made a football year, you won the state championship or something, you know.
0: Yeah, I can't even imagine.
1: You know, just uh, it's
0: just a time where like usually you want time to go by slow, but right now you kind of just want time to go by fast. Yep, but. Yep. I heard they're opening things up like June first. I need a haircut, man. You my know? wife
1: cut my hair. I don't have too much hair to cut, but my wife cut my I I had the yeah. uh, I had the Bozo the clown look going. You know, I had the hair coming out the sides yeah. and she yeah. got the, the, the shears out and stuff and started
0: Yeah, my mom wants to cut mine. I'm like, No, there's no way I don't yeah. trust you. You know, <laughs> rather go to supercuts. <laughs> That's right. That's where I usually go. <laughs> supercuts are scary in itself, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's one guy over there that does my hair though is good though. He oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's not much hair to do, John, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, I got a
0: bunch of hair, but yeah. it's either hair or miss. You know? They'll either shave my head off completely or...
1: <laughs> I've seen you with really short hair. I remember that. Oh, yeah.
0: That's super cuts for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. They get aggressive, man. Like, there's blood. There's blood flying. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. I used to go with one lady, and she'd be like... I'd tell her what I want, and she'd be like, Nah, I got you. And I'm like... <laughs> Do you not hear what I just said? Like, they, they'll always change their mind. I'm like, just do what I say, you know.
1: I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen with that because that's like one-on-one contact, you know. And yeah, whether you do it outside or you do it, in, you know, it's just my like my wife is getting a uh, hair dye sent to her from her hairdresser because she can't yeah. do her hair. You know, it's like she's doing her own hair at this point. Hair is like long, you yeah. know, which is all right for a girl, you know, but still uh my, my oldest daughter's pregnant so she's like had to hear things sent to her she's crazy yeah who knows
0: man it's complete chaos yeah eh. look i mean it was great to catch up with you i'm happy you came on i thought you were gonna say no i remember sending yeah. the message i was like he might say no like he might have heard some things you know
1: <laughs> no way no way and, you know what and um i i enjoy talking like to people that played I the coach i coached and uh um I have a lot of as you get older and especially me I haven't I haven't coached the last two seasons. It gives you a different perspective on things um, and you appreciate the years you did coach and uh, teach and the people you dealt with and good and bad, you know I mean I've I could tell you stories for hours about you know putting kids in AA and uh, putting kids in drug rehab, uh, preventing kids from getting, committing suicide. Um, I can tell you all those bad things and I can tell you about, you know, uh, the letter I got like five years ago, a kid I saved when he was in high school, cause we found a letter that he was going to commit suicide and, you know, and, um, he's doing well now, you know, yeah. he could have been dead, you know, it's just, it's just,
0: um, yeah. Know. I mean, we all know, I mean, you're a legend. I mean, in the baseball community, you're a legend. I mean, I remember some people coming to the bank and like. I saw this older dude wearing like a ccri hat and he said he i think he coached lacrosse when you coached baseball at bryant yep really old guy but yeah he was there and i think your name kind of coincides with ken hopkins name you know Yep. Yep. legends and
1: yeah legends in our own mind john (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean
0: i I figured it'd be like uh no i'm excited you came on honestly i appreciate uh,
1: it um you know what we'll have to play some golf sometime
0: yeah i mean it's not over i'm not you you know i'm gonna see you again i'm sure we'll hit the links Absolutely. And uh, absolutely. I'm sure, I know a, a lot of people are going to watch this. Usually we have kids my age on here, you know, just talking about, like, you know, immature stuff. So it's nice to have someone who's, like, wise and, uh, you know.
1: <laughs> well, you guys kept me young because it, yeah. was, it was fun to uh, – each day was a new day, you know. and um, Yeah. Yeah, it's just
0: um, – I know a lot of people are going to watch, but, I mean, you know, it's not over, bro. You know, we can hit the links together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Appreciate
0: it. Yeah, thanks for coming on.
1: No problem. Yeah, that was good, John. I think we hit all the categories. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, that was, like, not too much uh, downtime, too. That was, like, uh, it was like you know, the flow was pretty good. Yeah, it
0: goes by fast. Yeah.
1: So you're going to send me the, the was a link or something to the podcast? or?
0: Yeah, That's, I just got to uh
1: yeah, yep. Uh,
0: I'll shoot you like a clip Okay. I don't know if you wanted to like put it up on Facebook or something like I don't know what
1: you want to do well we'll see we'll see yeah, yeah. we'll see we just send you a few clips or? yeah that'd be fine yeah whatever whatever you want to do um you know I, I kind of know what obviously what went on so it's not like I'm going to be surprised by anything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
0: not like you said anything that's going to like ruin you nah, no no
1: <laughs> and like my wife said guess what you're already retired anyway they can't like kill you
0: yeah that's what I mean
1: <laughs> see I learned a long time ago that like I um, certain situations I might say something beside behind closed doors yeah. that like just me and Murph might know or like maybe a, maybe a kid on my team that's like a captain or something like that that I know is not going to get out but in the public that's, that's how you survive and there's something you as a coach in and uh you know, my my biggest, my biggest. I shouldn't. I, I didn't want to get too controversial, but my biggest um, when Murph got the they.